Hey y'all, welcome back to the DIY Entrepreneur's Reaction Show. I'm so glad you decided to tune in with me tonight. Go ahead and hit that like button and become a subscriber to the channel if you're not already a subscriber. I would really appreciate that. Today we're going to be reacting to a, the second episode of Queen Boss, which is a woman's entrepreneurship pitch competition where they're going to be vying for an opportunity to win $25,000 at the end of the season. And so, so far what we've seen in, as the format for the show is round one, they're going to be pitching their business and introducing their business to a panel of celebrity judges um, who are entrepreneurs in their own right. And then they're going to be one, two people will be picked to go along for round two and then in round two, they're, they're going to be given some type of business challenge to, to complete in order to go ahead and go to the uh, semifinals. And so what we saw last time from the first episode is that the judges will be making their criteria based on three P's, which is the product, the potential of the business, and also the entrepreneur's passion as they express what they need the money for and what they're doing for the community with their business. All right. And so again, this was my first time finding this and seeing this. So I'm excited to uh, react to it and just get my first impressions of the businesses that we'll be introduced to. And I love the idea that it's women entrepreneurs, right? And so let's check this episode out, see what the business challenge is going to be, and also see what business that we'll be introduced to. Good afternoon. My name is Regina Gwen, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Trust Noir, the premier at-home beauty booking app designed for women of color. Today, I'd like to start off with a quote. The revolution will be texturized. So let me tell you about a young woman named Jennifer. Jennifer loves to look fly. So she's all ready for her 9 a.m. appointment at her salon. She gets there. Five other women with 9 a.m. appointments are already sitting there waiting in front of her. And by the time it's all said and done, Jennifer, she's kind of looking like this. So at this point, Jennifer says, okay, let's go to the quick doobie spot around the corner. But her blowout is done with a hairdryer that's so hot that her hair gets singed on the side. So now, Jennifer's looking like this. At this point, she's frustrated and wants to go to a hair braiding salon. And now, while Jennifer's box braids are popping, she's also popping aspirin because her braids are so tight, she has a constant headache. Jennifer is one of millions of women who spend their precious Saturdays in a cramped, uncomfortable space with stylists that are subpar at best. Enter Trust Noir. Trust Noir reduces your wait time to zero by sending traveling stylists into your house, hotel, or office to do your hair or makeup. The prize money from Queen Boss would definitely allow Trust Noir to move to the next level. Funding would be used for technology upgrades, styles recruiting, and an expanded marketing budget. I am on a mission to make women of all textures empowered by offering quality styling that gives them back some quality time. Would you like to join me? 
I think that this is an incredible idea. Thank you. Um, I think it definitely adds a lot of convenience for women of color. I know I've dealt with the Saturday salon struggle. <laughs> On average, how many like heads would you say you take a week or per month? We do anywhere between 50 to 75 heads a month. What's the average price for your services? $125. So, and that gives you what? A licensed cosmetologist that comes to your house, comes to your office, comes to your hotel room, she styles your hair, she makes you gorgeous, and then she leaves. She does anything, so she can do braids for 125. So no, so the average, yeah, the average style price is $125. Our starting price is $85 for a blowout. Uh, sew and weave start at $200, and um, box braids and Senegalese twists start at 275. I just don't understand. If you can just walk us through how I go on, is it on demand? So if you can just give us a little more um, clarity around that. Absolutely. So when you go... One, just my remarks. I think it's a good service to have. It's just like anybody. I would think celebrities have access to people they could call up and have to come over to their house or come to them on location and do their hair. And so it's bringing that service to a regular consumer um, at the price that she's given. And so I would like to know more about like, she's gonna walk through the technology. I like that question that I believe her name is Rakia. I, I believe it's pronounced Rakia. Um, but she asked, uh, walk us through the technology and what is so demanding about it. It's not just, I don't think it's just a hairstyling um, product. It is actually technology. And so I would like to hear more about the technology that she has with this whole service that she's rolling out because she said um, some of the money, if she wins, will go toward the tech upgrades. And so I would like to know what it does now and what are some of those potential tech upgrades that she's already envisioned that she's going to need. So let's check this out. Go to the, the actual app, you click on request an appointment, um, there's a style gallery. So you can choose blowouts, box braids, uh, crochet sets, so on and so forth. Uh, you book that style, you give us your date, time, location of service, and then that request is sent to our stylist team. How are you getting the word out about your app? Like, How do people find out about it? Our biggest driver is word of mouth. Um, you know, Even in traditional salons, when someone comes out and says, oh girl, your hair looks great, Oh, I got it done through Trust Noir. I have to be very honest. As you stand and represent your product, did someone from your company do your hair today? When you're selling a company, good question. That you say is basically great hair at your fingertips. Right. Then you gotta find a way to have that great hair at your fingertips. We wanna see what your company can do. All we have is you and the skeleton. Our stylists are definitely amazing. Mm. I, uh, oh, I love the remark that Judge, uh, I'm going to say Judge, but Lauren Lake. Um, I love the remark that she just made because as we can see, it looks like she just had a, it looks like she did her, her hair herself this morning for the pitch. If I was her, even if I'm not one that wears weaves or braids or whatever, I would have had my hair done by one of the stylists in order to do the pitch and kind of, you know, show that off, you know, put on a wig or something that one of your stylists made, you know, uh, or anything. 
I would have definitely thought to upgrade my appearance, even if this is her everyday look for the presentation and to be on TV, on cameras, I would have had one of my stylists to do a nice different style for me to be on TV. So I love that remark that Lauren just made. Agree that I am the representation of my business and I definitely will have amazing hair the next time you see me. Missed opportunity. Thank you, Regina, for giving us your pitch. Please take a seat in the reception area. One of the pieces of feedback that Judge Lauren gave me was about uh, appearance. It's something that I will take into consideration. So Lauren, next time you see me, I'll have my Trust Noir stylist right beside me. You know what? She's in the hair business. Now, it looked like she did her own hair. Take so, so, and if it's that convenient, then why not call somebody this morning? Right. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely you right. The you have to be the brand. I didn't see her as the brand. Mm -mm. Mm. All right, let's see who's coming to the conference room now. I love that. Good feedback. Hello, judges. My name is Naila Ellis-Brown, and I'm the maker of a product called Ellis Island Tea which is a 100% natural herbal iced tea. We decided to name it Ellis Island Tea for two reasons. One, my maiden name is Ellis, and for two, my great-grandfather who created the recipe is a Jamaican immigrant who came into America through Ellis Island. And he was the head chef for Marcus Garvey's Black Star Line. And so before he died, his instructions were for the, this recipe to be sold and not told. And so I started out making tea every day in my mother's kitchen. And so the only thing I knew how to do at the time, being so young, was load up my cooler and put it in my trunk and drive around the city. Everywhere I saw people, I would get out the car and try to sell the tea. And then fast forward to today, we own our state-of-the-art production facility, and we're in about 300 stores across six states. And so I want to bring you some samples as well. She has a good story to her product. We're coming from- story me lugging a cooler around the city of Detroit, um, Detroit from when I was about 19 to here I am 29, 10 years later, and we're right at the point where I'm ready to make it through to the other side. Success is right around the corner for me. It's delicious. It is it's so really good. delicious. Yeah. Glad you like it. like it. Well, I, I just wanted to say I admire your chutzpah to, to go into an industry like food and beverage because it is a really challenging industry. I, I want to know what has the communications been like? Give us a rundown of where you've been mentioned. The accolades is a lot of times I have a hard time keeping up myself. This year alone, I was listed on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. We've been on Cranes 20 in their 20s. I got to Sankofa Next Gen Entrepreneur of the Year. And that's pretty much how we've created our product awareness through awards, because I, I never really had a marketing budget. Why, why isn't there anything there for marketing? Are you unable to add from sales to marketing? Um, because up to this point, we put a lot of money into the new um, state-of-the-art production facility. Like, I'm, I'm at the phase of robbing Peter to pay Paul. Robbing from Peter to pay Paul? Mm -hmm. That sounds like trouble. I wouldn't have never said that. I'm at the phase of robbing Peter to pay Paul. Robbing from Peter to pay Paul? Mm -hmm. That sounds like trouble. 
At first, it seemed as if this business was thriving. Can you be a little bit more transparent as to where you are, number-wise? When I say Robin Peter to pay Paul, money just hits my account just in time. What specifically are you talking about? Breaking even. You're just breaking even. Yep. What would be your plan for the uh, $25,000 if you were to uh, win that in this competition? If I were to win the $25,000, I would buy a new label machine. Currently, I don't know if you noticed, there's little air bubbles under the label with that that adhesive label, and we are trying to switch to a shrink sleeve, which will give it a much more clean, consistent look. Mm -hmm. So with all due respect, I mean, this business, this operation is well underway. And as we think about who we would award $25,000 worth of seed money to, we're thinking about that business woman that I mean, really ha doesn't have any other access to this capital and really needs it to grow her business. It sounds like you have roots. You've got a full tree growing here. And it's beautiful. It's great. It is. But when I hear you talk about where, how you could use this, it's, I, I, I want to get this $25,000 because I want to get new labels, which is valid. Yes. But I feel like I want to hear it's probably valid, but $25,000 for a label machine? How much does this label machine cost? I would, I would definitely ask that question. And I don't think she should have said, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. Maybe that was a poor choice of words, you know, because what she's meant was we're breaking even at the point. So I really need capital to go to that next level. And from that, I wouldn't think that your most important purchase right after you get this money is a label maker. How is that going to take you to the next level by having a label maker? And so I'm kind of in and out with this. She has a great story for her product, though. So I love the story that she has um, made behind her product. But... It's something that I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this pitch. More passion. Uh, not just I've gotten so many accolades and I just want to get the rest of them that are on the table. And let's be honest, you're selling iced tea. Somebody asks you, hey, you want to come in and have a cup of tea? Hey, want to sit down on the porch There's and have a glass of tea? Around that. There is. There is a cultural significance. Is. There is a social significance. Tea means warmth. It means communication. It means that's the time when you let it. your hair down when you're having some tea. We're, we're, we're African-American people. We love through food. We talk through food. We cry through food, right? We unite through food. We heal through food and drink and, 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 and relate it. And I want more passion. of that from you. Thank yeah. you, Nyla, for sharing your pitch with us. Please take a seat in the reception area. Thank you. I hope that the judges love my pitch and I hope that they can see the fire in my eyes when I'm talking and that they can see my passion. I have my tea and I have my story and I'm hoping that they can see the passion through that. She has a lot to say and she has a lot to offer and she's produced a lot, but in key questions, you can't get a solid answer. Right? Mm. Time to take another meeting.
everyone. My name is Mandy Bowman. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and I'm the founder of Official Black Wall Street. More often than I'm sure any of us would like, an unarmed black man, woman, or child is killed as a result of vigilantes or police brutality. And each time this happens, we'll march and we'll tweet in hopes of seeing some form of justice happen, only for that same nightmare to reoccur over and over and over again. This is something that really inspired me to start Official Black Wall Street, especially since now people are, one, looking for new ways to protest with their money, and two, looking for black-owned businesses to spend their money with instead, to bring more of our dollars back into our communities. Official Black Wall Street is a digital platform and directory of over 2,000 black-owned businesses where people can search for businesses from black-owned pharmacies and restaurants to black-owned toy companies. Essentially, Official Black Wall Street is the black Yelp. Now, since launching this platform, we have seen amazing growth with over 100,000 average page views and also a growing following of over 135,000 followers across social platforms. It is extremely important that we really support each other and support Black-owned businesses in order to gain more financial empowerment and also to have the leverage and the power to demand change and actually see that when these injustices occur. And official Black Wall Street is that catalyst for change. Thank you. I'm concerned about having the name Wall Street. It sounds like an investment banking app to me. Right, it does, but then again, official Black Wall Street pays homage to the Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, or the historic Black Wall Street there. Um, so we've gotten that question a couple of times, but I feel like there are a lot more people who understand where it comes from, especially now when it's getting a lot more press. So I feel like people are making the connection and get it a lot more now. I think that your platform is a one- and so essentially what her, um, what her app is, is technology, first of all, it's a technology product. And it's like a marketplace for black businesses. Um, I would like to understand what's different about it than a Yelp, outside of the fact that black business owners are on it. And so when she says, um, pro she mentioned protests. Um, she mentioned some key buzz words there, and I would like to see if it does more so on that part. Is it any type of way that this product or this tech app lends a way to support some of those protests or some of those socially situations that we find ourselves in? Um, so what's more to the app than just a platform where black business owners can come and pitch their or put place their product on? And so I would like to know more information about it. And just um, just a, a, another thing I need to add, this was aired in 2017. So this is not anything new. This was about five years ago. About five years ago, this was aired. And so it's not too long ago, but it is pre-pandemic. Um, we know that changed a lot of things with businesses. Um, but let's see how well she uh, completes her pitch. Wonderful idea to bridge our community together. I have a few questions about the business end of things. Is this a company that would generate profit? Yes. Um, so right now we advertise um, on the website and on social media, um, and we're also in app development phase right now. Um, and that will be a subscription-based app for business owners. So the businesses would pay you to be a part of the service? Right, it would be like a, a monthly membership fee. And how much is that gonna cost? Um, so it'll cost $10 per month for business owners. Okay. 
What would you do with the money given to you and how would you use it for a monetization strategy? Are you, are, do you have a strategy to scale the business? Oh, I feel like right now my biggest impediment to growth is bandwidth. And so one of the first things that I would love to do is have more staffing, more people who can work on the back end with operations and also with marketing. I feel like with those two things, I can definitely grow to where I need to be. What's your message? Are you saying, hey, instead of protesting, you can be proactive? Or is this a form of protest, boycott? How, how do you message this and connect it with what your inspiration for all of this was? Good so there are two parts. I would say one part is that this is a method of protesting. And number two, there are no Fortune 500 companies that are black owned and operated, which to me is crazy. So I feel like there are two different messages. One, to protest, and two, just to put money behind ourselves so that we can become more self-sufficient as a community. So what is the perception? Do people perceive this as a form of protest or do people perceive this as support? Because it is two separate things, but you do need that streamlined messaging. I think it's more so the latter, where people see this more so as support. Like we need to support our own and bring more money back into our communities. Thank you, Manny, for sharing your pitch with us. Please take a seat in the reception area. We'll do. Just my feedback before, my thoughts before the uh, judges share. Um, I think it's mixed messaging because she speaks a lot to protest and I don't understand how me choosing to place my product or my business on this official Black Wall Street app is a form of protest. Does that mean I'm not going to place it on other platforms? Um... And she said what she would do with the money is use it for marketing and for hiring people to deal more with the operations part. Um, she said they're in an app development stage right now. And so it's not being used. And the people who place their product on it is only going to be charged $10 a month. I don't know how that is going to be generating revenue. I would think the pay the pay model would be a percentage of whatever you sell something like Etsy would do you know we have Etsy we have a lot of marketplaces where you could place your product on and sell through that and they help you with the branding um they help you with the platform and they already have a a group of people that's already on the um app you know users that's purchasing and buying things and so she she also compared it to the black Yelp. And so with Yelp, what I understand is that you could review things, you can recommend things. And so she hasn't really spoken to that aspect of the app yet. Again, I think it's I think she should really speak more to the app development stages, the app development ideas that she may have to bring to this that makes it a little bit different than other apps. Again, this was in 2017, but I think she should still have some of that in her strategy. So let's see what the judges say. Okay, so that's over with. Thank God. It didn't go exactly the way oh, that I wanted it to. I feel like I got really flustered and nervous during the question section, but just hoping it works out anyway. Judges, what do you think? We're looking for those three Ps here. Remember, product, potential, and passion. What do you think of Regina and Tress Noir? She's got one of the most viable products 
out of all, out of all of the entrepreneurs because she's there and she's tapping into a billion dollar industry. She's got something big here and I will tell you, she's looking at a multi-million dollar product in the next year. My problem is, she is the face of her brand as she's pitching. You were creative enough to bring a skeleton. You were creative enough. She better hire a brand ambassador if she don't see herself as being the face of this product or this app because it's not just the service that she's providing. She may have some stylist data come out to you, but if she's looking to scale, she's going to build she's going to need to build stylists in each location, each state, each major um, city and so that's going to take some work what I really think she should focus on is the technology behind this product or this service that she's providing and so I hope she gets a chance to speak a little bit more about the technology part of her um, product uh, to have two other wigs with what your hair looks like when you messing with those people well you best believe you better bring a picture of what my hair gonna look like when I'm messing with you. That's a problem. But I think that her business is viable and it speaks for itself. And the only flag that we had was that she came in here not being the face of her brand. And that's something that you can change. She gave us a great story of what it was, a day in the life of her business. And I think she's onto something with the shared economy, with the hair industry being an $83 billion international industry, and she has the tech effort. Of it. That's what, I'm, what do you think of Mandy, an official Black Wall Street? Oh, I'm obsessed with her business. I come from the world of loving what people are doing in the tech space. I think she has huge potential. That idea is fantastic because what I love about it is the fact that she's not just complaining about a certain social injustice we're dealing with now. She is contributing in her own way. And I always say, you can't complain unless you're gonna contribute. And that I love. I do agree with you guys, but I don't think that the $25,000 is needed. What do you think of Naila and Ellis Island T? I liked her grassroots efforts, how she began. She had me there. But when you're in a CPG space, the consumer packaged goods space, you know down to the penny what your sales are and what kinds of revenue you're generating. And the fact that she didn't know this, that is one thing that concerns me. When I ask you how are you specifically borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, I expect an answer. You guys have a tough decision to make. They tough I think we know who needs to go. Mandy, we were really impressed by your business and we think that it is an amazing feat that you gathered all of these businesses. One of our concerns was that we don't know how you'd be able to scale the business. Regina, I loved your presentation. The humor of it was funny. One of the things that troubled us is that why didn't she have fresh hair when she did her pitch? If we would have seen actual pictures of what your stylists are producing, that would have lingered in our minds. Naila, your company's growth is honestly so inspiring and has left us all impressed here. However, we weren't really clear on your numbers, and I feel like that's a very important component when pitching, and it could possibly even be a deal breaker. Entrepreneurs, we were all very impressed with your pitches, but unfortunately, one of you will not be moving forward to our round two business challenge. The entrepreneur that has to take her business elsewhere is
Mandy, please leave the conference room. Thank you very much. I definitely thought that I would have gone on, but I felt like I got some good feedback from the judges. Best of luck with everything. Thank you. Official Black Wall Street is like my first child, and so it's something that I will continue working on. So this definitely won't be the last time you see me, but I'm a very ambitious person. This is only motivation for me to go a little bit harder. Have hard. Congratulations, Naila and Regina. The judges and I are inspired by your pitches, but now it's time to test your skills to see if you really have what it takes to be a CEO in our business challenge. Your business challenge today will test your social media outreach skills. You're going to style and shoot a photo with your phone for Diamonds Unleashed by Kara Ross for Serena Williams, one of the many brands that Rakia represents. Of what, you ask? This gorgeous sculptural cuff will be the star of your photo shoot. You will have just 15 minutes to create the perfect photo. Each of you will have identical props to use as you please to set the scene. When the 15 minutes is up, I will post your photo on my Instagram account. The entrepreneur's photo that gets the most likes in four hours wins the business challenge. And remember entrepreneurs, just because you win the business challenge doesn't mean you are moving on to the semifinals to compete for the $25,000 Queen Boss Startup Fund. The judges... Okay, this was totally different than the first business challenge but now they're going to be tested on their social media marketing skills and more so their picture taking. I think they have 15 minutes to take a picture of another person's product. So it's not even like the business challenge is not specific to their um, product. And so they have to take a picture uh, in 15 minutes of this bracelet and then Tracy is going to share it to her social media and whoever get the most likes wins the um, business challenge. So this is pretty interesting. I thought the business challenges last episode, it was something dealing with a networking event. And then they had to kind of remember names of the people that they, you know, encountered during that networking event. This is totally different. And so I'm looking forward to the business challenge round and each of them because now I see they're going to be, they could be anything. And so this is going to be pretty interesting to see who does good with the social media aspect. And Regina should be a hit of the game. One, because she has a whole technology platform that I'm pretty sure she has had to do with some social media marketing for her um, brand as well. We didn't hear too much from um, Nyla about how she markets her um, Ellis Island tea, iced tea product. And so let's see what challenges they run into. We'll make that ultimate decision based on your performance in both the pitches and this business challenge. All right, ladies, get to work. Okay. Interesting. Got one. I got 15 minutes. I'm completely freaking out right now because today's challenge has to do with social media, and that is an area where I'm still learning and growing. This is not what I do. I am the wrong person for this challenge. I noticed a set of identical twins and a fruit basket, so I want to use all the props. At some point, we're gonna make this work. Definitely wanna add something here. Hmm. 
My co-founder manages the social media for Trust Noir, so I really don't focus on it on a day-to-day -day basis. My marketing background gives me some idea of what to do, but I am no social media expert. This is going to be interesting. Um, it's gonna to put together a couple of things, thinking about Serena and her style. My strategy is all about the essence of Serena Williams. So I think I like all of the metallics, there's a lot of metallic interest happening, so maybe we can pull it all together. My thought is how do I incorporate that into the image? Serena loves all things kind of fabulous. Uh, I don't know. You <laughs> should um, put it in a fruit bowl. <laughs> stupid. What do I do, what do I do? I Absolutely definitely not. have zero strategy. Like, I don't know what to do. Fashion is not my lane, I just make tea. I'm more of a factory kind of girl um, who rolls up her sleeves and gets her hands dirty. Not one that is in fashion. What? I've got that New York background going on. New York means fashion to a lot of people, so this makes sense. There's water here, and there's water out there. I don't know. 15 minutes is not a lot of time to figure out the best picture that can go up on social media and just get that instant wow. All what right, that's they it. just there. Okay. They just standing there looking. They look like they should be models. They all, they both have on all black. I think I'll put this on the ground. Get creative. <laughs> oh, this is stupid. I've made smiles to your daughter with bananas, and so let's make a face. No! I am trying everything. Oh my god, 10 minutes. Um, I've got a lot more pictures to take. Let's try something else. Wait, y'all, she put a face with the fruit in the uh, bracelet. Oh my gosh. And as I was saying, I know I was talking, I don't know if I was interrupting, but... They have, they look like models there. I would ask them like why they there, why they're there. They all have, they have, both of them have on all black. So the first thing will come to my mind is that they're a model. And so use them on some aspect, put it on them, put them on the banister, put their arm over, make them look like they having fun or doing something. Dress them up into things. Make, make one of them eat something with the bracelet on. Uh, something but they are just standing there I would use them if both of them have one I would use them sometimes you're your best model right selfie game see if I can get this together okay good thought oh, yikes I've got a lot going on 10 minutes 10 minutes 10 minutes oh my god the baby said Y'all, this is funny. This is fun, though. She said, oh, wait, I got a lot going on. <laughs> what in the world am I doing? Ah, I'm just nervous about if I'm going to make it through. Lord, Why help me. No All I can what think right now is that I'm about to lose. Uh, she is obsessed with faces. I'm just going, is she making another face on the dress? Uh, I have no idea. What in the world? I'm Girl, doing. we could tell. Lord, 
All right, calm down, calm down. With us having to take pictures today of a, a cuff from a fashion line, I'm worried. It's very important that my photo is on point because the picture that gets the most likes on Instagram wins. Okay, five minutes, five minutes. We're gonna make this happen. It is so important to nail this image. Right now, I have to focus. No, it's not working. It's not working. Five minutes? Wait a minute. You're around the table. Can I use you? Come on. Uh, I'll take your silence as a yes. So I'm trying all these different things with my layout. And then, okay, first of all, I have not seen this episode, so I did not know that was going to happen, but that would have been one of my first thoughts. So I'm so glad she thought about that with her four minutes left. <laughs> and I realized maybe I could use the model instead of me wearing the jewelry. Why not have someone else wear the jewelry and I can get a better picture? Very good. Love black girl magic. She doesn't love anything else, honey. I realized Regina is using one of the models and it was just too traditional. I want to step outside the box. I want to be different than Regina. I am extremely competitive. Let's get some trees. Girl, I you get challenged and I have to win. Let's get some fruit in there. This actually looks like the rose hips I use in my tea. So we'll get that. With the tree and then there's plants around it, I wanted colors, I wanted to make this bracelet pop. Oh, that's beautiful. I would buy that off of that picture. Okay. It's down to the wire and I have to decide what's the best image. I'm loving this. Lord, please help me make this decision. The bracelet. Fashion is not what I do, but I'm gonna count on God to carry me through this one. I think this is the picture. This is the point where choosing this photo is going to make or break me. On the branch. This is, this is crazy. Oh. Welcome back to the Conference Room Entrepreneurs. We posted your photos online, and now it's time to see how much people like you. Regina, your photo received 372 likes. Okay. Great. Naila, your photo received 668 likes. Wow. wow. Okay. You have won the business challenge. Oh my God. I knew for sure I was about to lose. Thank you. <laughs> Who would have thunk putting a bracelet on the, the tree branch and making that the picture? Who would have thunk that worked outside of using a model with the picture? This is, listen, y'all. Congratulations. <laughs> if my grandfather was here today to see this win, he would be so proud. Congratulations. Ladies, just because you win the business challenge doesn't mean you are moving on to the semifinals. Oh, glad she had used the picture with the face with the fruit and the banana. Girl. To compete for the $25,000 Queen Boss Startup Fund. The judges will make that ultimate decision based on your performance in both the pitches and this business challenge. Regina, 
Why should we consider you to be Queen Boss? Yeah, I think that the Queen Boss is someone that has not only skill, but has humility. And I recognize that there are things that I don't know and that I'm willing to learn and ask questions to find out. And I do see that this particular challenge, this was something that I was weak on, but that I will absolutely continue to strengthen and make a stronger skill set for me in the future. Naila, why should you be Queen Boss? I should be Queen Boss because throw me in any situation, I don't care how comfortable or uncomfortable I am, I will find a way to make it to the top. For example, the way this challenge went, this is a field that is completely foreign to me and took what I had and took risks and just put myself out there and made it work. Whether I won the challenge or not, I you can see how I take risks and go for it uh, regardless. And I put my all in and I have heart. Okay. Thank you, ladies. Please wait in the reception area. Wow. I am beyond nervous right now. I'm disappointed in myself, but I really, really hope that I'll be chosen to move forward. I'm a little worried because I have to win this competition. It's about pride at the end of the day. Like, me going back home, being able to say, I won and I'm queen boss means everything to me. I get bragging rights. Ladies, this is a big decision. $25,000 is at stake. I will say, I can listen to Regina talk all day. She just has a great verbal uh, you know, communication skill. But in the challenge, she lost her footing because she had to come outside of her box from being able to sway people with words, and she had to sway people with just a visual. Yeah, and it's a part of her business. Well, I was gonna say, as a marketing professional, that's what you do. You sell things, be it through words, photos, communication, and she she just didn't do it. In her business, she's selling beauty. I feel like she should have been able to knock that, the social media post, out the park. And that's why Naila, for me, it was like, okay, you know brand and you know product. That could have been a bottle of iced tea. She was way outside her comfort zone. She's a go-getter. As an entrepreneur, you have to be a jade of all trades, and Naila is showing us that she can be a jade of all trades, exactly. even when she's uncomfortable. And now on the flip side, Regina, you all are a believer in that project. All you all got to say, hey, I'm not You all about to call, you all about to call. Okay, that hair. See, here's my thing. If she's already getting 50 to 75 heads a month with very little visibility and very little budget, what happens if she has more money? I feel like the company would be even more viable. Can we go back to the pitches, though, for a second? We forgot about the transparency and all that stuff with Naila. And that's the rule number one. When you go in to meet an investor, they ask you how much you need and how you're going to spend it, and she did not give us that. She said she robbing Peter to well, pay Paul. Good luck to you. We'll see who makes it through. Yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, at the end of the day, my goal is always to win. So I'm hoping that uh, I make it through. I am feeling very nervous right now. I want the money. The $25,000 sounds sweet. That would be great. I could definitely use it. We didn't come here to sit in a yeah. room, right? <laughs> definitely not here for nothing. So we, we I could use that twenty-five grand. Oh, yeah. $25,000 would be a game changer. I'm confident. I feel good about my business. I feel good about my preparation. And $25,000 is going to go such a long way in building Trust Noir and taking it to the next level. It's time to go get it. Yeah. It's time to go get it.
All right, ladies, so who do we choose? We've got two great people, two really great products. This is really gonna be tough. It is, it is. Criteria, product, potential, and passion. I think we're keen to I really think we're Entrepreneurs. One of you will advance onto the semifinal where you will have a one in six chance to win a $25,000 startup fund and the title of Queen Boss. The other will be going home. The entrepreneur that's going to take her business elsewhere is Regina, please take your business elsewhere. Oh, definitely will. But before that, I'd just love to thank you. I'm feeling very disappointed. It's a miss on, on my part, and so it's it's frustrating, but a learning experience, and and just really thankful for the opportunity to compete with amazing women. Congratulations, Naila. Wow. Our judges think that you have the product, the potential, and the passion to be Queen Boss. Thank you. I really appreciate it. We will see you back in the conference room soon. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Good job. I love winning. I know how to take lemons and make lemonade, and that's what makes me Queen Boss. I like this. I like this show. So I'm going to definitely, you know, pick up my schedule with watching these and putting these out on the platform on the channel. So y'all stay tuned for that. But I really think that that was a missed opportunity with Regina and the one that got disqualified earlier, Mandy. They have two tech businesses. And I would have spoke a little bit. And of course, of course, we have to know that some of it was cut out. And so they only aired a smidget of their pitch, I would I would assume. But I would have definitely took opportunity to speak more about the technology and the potential of my technology on those two products. I think Regina had a good product or a good tech piece to add and they seem so excited about the potential of the industry with hairstyling um didn't even speak to men you know barbers being on there you know men would love to have people just come to their house and cut their hair real quick you um, know so but I that social media challenge that was different and it was surprising did y'all see that nyla won by putting the bracelet on the branch that was different. I don't think I would have liked that picture. But, you know, to each his own. But Nyla did end up winning the this episode competition. And so she's going to advance to what they said, one in six. So it's going to end up being six women at the end that's going to the semifinals uh, for this opportunity to win $25,000 for their company. And so all the best luck to Nyla and her Ellis Island iced tea product. It um, sounds pretty successful. Before she said she's in 300 stores already 
in six different states. She's from the Midwest, Detroit. Um, and so she seems pretty, you know, a hit of the um, game right now. I think she made some some very small mistakes by mentioning, you know, she's robbing Peter to pay Paul. I wouldn't have said those words in front of investors. And then, as they said, she didn't give concrete answers to the questions. One of the big questions is, what do you need the money for and how you're going to use it? She couldn't really answer that question. And then, you know, it, it's just a lot, but... And then she said right now she's relying on the awards that she's won. And so she's looking at this as a game, not, not so much looking at it as a game. I don't want to misspeak about that. But this is going to be another one of those awards that she wins that she's going to be able to taunt and say, we, we also won this award. Um, and, and not really speaking to the product or the marketability of the um, product. She says she's going to invest in a label-making machine. I don't think that's a good use of the money. But who knows? I don't know her numbers and her business. Well, maybe she doesn't either because she couldn't give a, a concrete answer to that. No shade. But it's just like a label-making machine. I would think that you know a little bit more about what your business needs. And that's probably a priority four on the scale of one to five, one being the most important. You know, making a label, making machine for your product. I would think more about uh, marketing. I would think more about some ambassadors or some branding, brand ambassadors to help market the product and get them into more stores. I would be thinking more about on those lines, distribution channels, adding more distribution to it. You know, with the answer of the label-making machine, that just do something to me. You know, I think she has a lot of mixed messaging that we saw so far. You know, maybe she'll tighten that up come to uh, when she gets to the semifinals. But in this, initial, in this initial pitch, I really think Regina should have went home with that title and uh, won. But she didn't. So congratulations to Nyla. Uh, for go for advancing on to the semifinals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and standing till the end. I really do appreciate that. Make sure you hit that like button and become a subscriber of the channel and hit that bell if you want to make sure you don't miss these uh, episodes that I upload. All right, um, but make sure you check us out for the next ones. All right.